Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with our good buddy King. Hey, how you doing, Jim? Pretty good. Why, why am I Jim? Usually, you know. I ended up, I, I stopped the bow. I, <laughs> the bow. I pulled the bow out. I don't know why. I just had a moment there. But, starting, uh, a, starting a protest against the bow? Jim, uh, uh, hashtag stop the bow. <laughs> bow doesn't know. Uh, Let's get that up there with uh, hashtag fire Vince. Uh, I'm still not convinced that he's back in charge like everybody's saying he is. Again, the only thing we're hearing from is the dirt sheets. Yeah. If they're not giving a source. We have no idea who's actually saying this. Uh, you know, it's always like sources say some talent is not happy backstage and the, 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 the Vince McMahon rewrote all of Monday Night Raw and they did all this and it's like Okay, but what's your source? Nobody's putting out a source, and nobody's saying what wrestlers are upset. Nobody's like that. And I know there are other people saying, oh, no one's going to give up their source. No one's going to do this. But there's no, there's no corroboration with this. Somebody reported it, and then all the other dirt sheets put it out. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, well, see, there's like three. Look at how many of the dirt sheets are putting it out. And it's like, they're all putting out the same fucking story. Yeah. Not being independently corroborated by anybody it's not being independently verified they're just seeing somebody put out the story and then they're going with that story that's you know so my whole thing with that is it has always been the same with the wrestling dirt sheets is nothing nothing there's nothing there's nothing there unless you actually produce a source unless you actually produce independently verified stuff uh i that being said Vince needs to take a step away. With what the fuck is up with that mustache? 
Dude, what? What was he doing? Like, seriously, what the hell is that? Like, he went with the Seagal shoe black fucking polish hair <laughs> and the snidely whiplash pencil thin Great Gatsby fucking mustache. Like, like I don't know if he was trying to look like a Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, man, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, uh, Pull your shit together, man. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that was. I don't know what that was. Um, but so e- even though we're we're a, a sports podcast, I mean, I I, I kind of want. I, I think we should talk a little bit about the wrestling aspect of it. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about the UFC um, buying uh, WWE. But real quick, what, oh here the UFC. What, 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 what did you think about WrestleMania? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good show. I, I I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I think, obviously, I think there was a couple of spots that uh, could have been better or anything like that. But yeah. overall, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the full show. I enjoyed uh, both night's main events. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed uh, the little pieces here and there. Uh, I liked that there was no real nostalgia kick uh, with this one. Like, it was just... It's all the today's stars out there doing their thing, you know. Like there was no like, oh, surprise return or oh yeah. this or all that. Like, uh, I thought the matches were done really well. Um, the Hell in a Cell match disappointed, but I think that's only because of Finn having a skull split open halfway <laughs> through it, and that kind of uh, put the kibosh, I think, on whatever the hell else they were going to do. Uh, unfortunately, how about uh, uh, you know, how about Shane O'Mac? Uh- Doing his best impersonation of his father. (laughs) I will say this. Amazing job by fucking Snoop. Oh, fuck yeah. Fucking pulling a cover. Yeah. The way he he did it, I was just on the fly. And you can kind of hear, like, the ref was kind of telling, you know, like, hey, you know, you got to do this. Do do something like this. Just do something. Yeah. But he did it. And he did it convincingly. Yeah. Uh, you know, for a celebrity spot like there where he probably wasn't supposed to do anything. Like he was just there, you know, he was yeah. there. Guy. Like he, he was setting up the matches and doing stuff like that. Like he wasn't supposed to do anything for that. And kudos to the Miz too, for recognizing, okay, yeah, I, I gotta go along with this. Well, no, no, no. I, I, well, Miz is a, Miz is a profession. Yeah. Let's be honest. Miz is a professional. He's been doing this for a long time. Uh, I like him as personally. I yeah. think he's great at what he does. Um, and yeah, like at that point, you realize, okay, something's gone really wrong. Yeah. And what are we like, you know, when you're in that kind of spot, um, you got to figure out like what you're going to do. And the problem I think with that was that Miz is there. Okay, fine. But now there's there's nobody else there that's like you can work off of that's a professional wrestler that does anything. Yeah, and that's what I mean when you, when you come to it and the fact that Snoop was able to pull off what he did without any, obviously without any notice, without anything else that was going on there, and was able to go ahead and pull that off. I mean, 
it was it was entertaining enough. It got a couple of good chuckles out of me. <laughs> it did sitting at home, and the crowd seemed to fucking go nuts for it too. When he did the fucking rock bottom shit, there was glasses Dude. in the crowd. He didn't have any elbow pads, or glasses out there. He did the weak fucking <laughs> rope run, you know, like that, like anybody, any one of us would do. You I, know? I, would, I would say though, man, watching him do that, the, the, the people's elbow was very awkward for me to watch. I'm like, this is so watching him try to go from the rope to the rope is yeah. the elbow itself. <laughs> What I mean, great bump. Oh yeah, I mean, that was a great, uh, a great elbow. Got good height on it. Yeah, uh, got lateral in the air. Like he, did, he did a great job. It was really good. <laughs> so I'll give him credit, uh, absolutely. For, and, and here's the other thing too. He probably did all that high off his fucking oh, gotcha. ass. <laughs> oh god. Gotcha. So, you know when you when you take all that into account, you know because again he probably wasn't expecting to go anything or do anything, so he's probably just he's you know being Snoop, Snoop. yep, enjoying his time there at WrestleMania, getting paid to just you know you be your face. I like that fucking belt he had. That was kind Dude, of that yeah that was nice. I, I was like I wonder if that's gold, like one of the gold new- on gold belt that was yeah. very nice. Um, but so I'll give that as as far as that goes. That was great for as as for covering a a mishap. Yeah. Um, and also maybe this is this is a sign. Please, Shane O'Mac, just just stop. Yeah. Just stop. So, and Go you know, away. I was thinking about this because when he made the comment, um, "Thanks for that, guys." That really you don't you know you don't understand how much that means to me. I took this as his like retirement match, in a way, like. Because he was he was emotional when when he got on the mic there and said about you know thanks for that 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 cheer there, so I wonder if that's was his like way of saying thank you I'm retiring I'm not, you know so, I'm done. Well, I mean retiring you know like, I mean like he's just like he's still a fucking you know businessman or whatever the yeah. fuck he is. Uh, all the other shit that he does, but you know that's the other thing too like he's what. Got to be close to 50 now. I think I looked it up. I think he's like 52, 53. You know, so um, he, you know, listen, he's not in nearly as good as the shape as his father was at yeah. that age. Grant Adventure was also fucking just pumping steroids into himself. <laughs> so, no. Uh, I, I think he still is because if you see, even just look at him now, like the guy's fucking 80 and he's still fucking jogged. Yeah. A fucking beast, uh, you know. So, uh, or, or I remember the video from last year's WrestleMania before the Pat McAfee match. Yeah, uh, where he's fucking in a gym, fucking doing squats with like fucking two hundred and fifty pounds on it and shit. And it's like this motherfucker is seventy eight years old. What the <laughs> fuck is he doing? So you gotta you know take that into account. So uh, overall, just like yeah, Shane, just stay in the silence, get fat. You know, and uh, and uh, just, just stay out of the fucking way. That's 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 about it. But overall, I thought it was a good show. Yeah. I was entertained. I, I liked it. Uh, and now next year it comes to uh, to your neck of the woods. Yep. Uh, so that's going to be a cold fucking WrestleMania. Uh, but, I mean, you never know. I mean, yesterday uh, was uh, up here in Wilkesbury, which is two hours away from Philly, uh, was seventy-seven degrees. We almost had. Oh yeah, no, it was like. It, Yes, it was very nice here. But then also, again, uh, you look at today. We're at 60. Uh, and where I am <laughs> now here in Jersey is 50 degrees. So okay, yeah. uh, when you take that into it, what is it up? What is, hold on. Let me, I'm going to take a look here. Do, 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 what, do, up here? Do, whoops, bear. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's oh, yeah, 60. 
Yeah, you guys are you guys are warmer than it is here. Usually it's the opposite. Usually it's warmer here in the city area yeah. than it is up there. Uh, but uh, no, you guys got. Uh, well, I mean, we do have a nice but, do, and rather breezy though. We we do have a nice brush fire that's uh, going on right now, about 20, 25 minutes from us. So, up oh, in, that'll uh, keep you warm. Yeah, that'll. <laughs> Uh, but either way, I mean, that'll be fun. Uh, I I like the logo they have. I thought my Philly logo for WrestleMania from, like, fucking, what was that, six years ago was better. Yeah. But, you know, same thing. They use the Liberty Bell, same as I did. So, you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not. I, I think you have to. You know, I mean, that's one one of, if not the the most iconic. There's a couple symbol. things. Some people get pissed off. Like if there's like like an event in St. Louis, they always use the arch. If there's, you know, something in New York, they always use the Statue of Liberty, even though she's technically in New Jersey. Suck my dick, New York. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Philadelphia is going to be the fucking Liberty Bell or, or, or some shit like that, you know, yeah. so. Uh, I like it. it. I like the fact that it appears they're bringing back the Roman numerals to actually fucking number the WrestleManias again. Oh, okay. There's there's a, there's a big XL there on the bell, so uh, I'm I'm hoping they do that too because I liked it better when it was like WrestleMania, you know, 30 was the big three New Orleans X's that were cool, and, yeah. You know, WrestleMania 29 give it a Super Bowl feel, and then for the last decade or so they they haven't done that it's just been wrestlemania 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 and i guess that's fine whatever but i like having the the roman numeral on it to me it gives it gives it a a bigger prestige it just always does that's why i get pissed at people who want to take that off the super bowl say so stop numbering the super bowls with the roman numerals either either just put regular numbers or just take the numbers over go fuck yourself yeah no because no, i, I mean, want my fucking roman numerals asshole when, when i get drunk i want to try to remember what wrestlemania or super bowl this is See, this is the problem. It's like I never had a problem with Roman numerals. Like I know what they are. I know how to count them. Like it's it's not that difficult. But yeah. what I'm seeing from a lot of people is like, oh, I don't. I hate having to do this and go look up something, and I got to bring out charts to figure out what number it is. It's like not that hard. It's not that hard. No, it's like, it's, it's not. Like if you're listening to this and you get confused by Roman numerals. Please don't get behind the wheel of a car because I think you're too <laughs> drive. That's me personally. That's my opinion. Allegedly, don't come and sue me. Don't say anything like that. I don't want this to be like a Pat McAfee situation. And I get sued by somebody who said, "Oh, he called me dumb and said I shouldn't drive because I don't know Roman numerals. <laughs> what is XLV? I, 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 I don't fucking know." Um, so. that, that that's how most of our listeners listen or sound like. <laughs> well, the dumb ones, yeah. I mean, so uh, also say crick. So. Well, I mean, that's how you say it. But uh, <laughs> so with the the WWE and the the UFC merger happening, uh, I mean, me and you kind of talked a little little bit about well, it. This is what I mean, but it's not. Here's the thing: it's not a WWE and UFC merger. That's no, not what's yeah. happening. It's Endeavor, which is the company that owns and runs UFC. Yeah. Uh, amongst other properties that they have or whatever, went ahead and they bought. Uh, WWE for I believe it was a nine point one billion dollars. Yeah, so a hefty sum. Uh, and then especially if you think about it, when Vince bought the company, I think he bought it in nineteen eighty two for a million dollars. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm like, holy fuck! Talk bad. about a turnabout. So you go from a million dollar investment to now basically cashing out with nine point one billion. It's not bad. It's not a bad. That's not a bad return on investment. Uh, but. Like, I, I just wanted to put that point because I've been seeing a lot of people say, oh, UFC and, and WWE are merging. And it's like, that's that's not what's happening. Uh, but 
still big news. And, and I'm interested to see what your take is on this because you pay more attention to the UFC anyway. And what this deal I think is going to be more than anything else is obviously the marketing side of it. Uh, you know, the production presentation, yeah. things of that nature uh, when it comes to, to the productions. So I want to go to you on this one and, because you've seen UFC from before and after Endeavor took over. Yeah. Uh, you pay attention to the UFC as it is today. What are what, what are the things that you've noticed, for better or worse, from the pre-Endeavor days to now? Um, and what do you think that can mean for the WWE going forward? Like, how would they implement some of those changes that they did to UFC? To the WWE, will it be good? Will it be bad? Things like that. So that's why I, I, I'm very interested to hear your take on that. So I would, you know, I, I kind of agree with you um, as far as I don't think there's going to be too much change between UFC and WWE. The one thing I am curious to see if it happens or if it's even a thought: the biggest bitch among UFC fighters in the UFC is fighter pay. Okay, there's only, I think they said there's only five to seven fighters out of, you know, 300 say, that's in the company that get paid a million dollars a fight or more. Everybody else is pretty much 500 to $700,000 a fight. And, you know, when, you, when you're breaking down to your, your trainers and all that stuff, you're really still not taking too much money home. So, I'm curious if the fighters bitching about their pays, if the UFC says, well, then you know what? You know, WrestleMania is coming up. If you don't like your pay, you know, would you be willing to do a, a wrestling match against Brock Lesnar at, at WrestleMania for a million and a half dollars? And that will be your, you know, compensation in a way. Um, hmm, interesting. I think... Yeah, and that might be a way to keep fighters, like like to keep fighters around um, from leaving the company. Because like uh, Nate Diaz, who just left because of fight fighter uh, pay, um, is trying out boxing, which we all know pays a hell of a lot more than MMA. Um, Francis Nagano, who uh, just got released from UFC heavyweight champion, uh, because he wanted uh, uh, more money, which is coming out. It came out today too that. Um, sounds like he's really pricing his himself out of everywhere. Uh, BKFC came out and said, uh, yeah, he's asking for unrealistic money. Um, so that aspect, I'm curious to see if that helps please the fighters. And, you know, wrestling obviously is staged, but it's still real. I mean, you're st Jesus Christ, look at, look at the, uh, if you get a chance, uh, listeners, go back and watch the Sheamus, the triple threat match from WrestleMania. Sheamus. Drew McIntyre and Gunther. Just look at match, their chest. Match at WrestleMania, by the way. Oh, that God, was yeah. Match at WrestleMania. The best one. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I didn't know who was going to win, like, because it was that good. Um, but see, here's the thing with that, though. I, I don't know if there's going to be that much interplay between UFC and WWE. Just for the simple fact that I think they want to try to keep the legitimacy of UFC above board. 
Like they don't want anything. They don't want people conflating the UFC with WWE in any way, shape, or form. They don't want it to be where you see somebody here that they're promoting WWE. If they see something like that, like I don't think you're going to see that kind of interplay between the UFC and WWE just for that reason alone. There's there's only two names that I could see them interplaying between both companies, and that's Conor McGregor, who's has has some words with some WWE talent over the years and obviously is still a big name good very good on the mic still sucks in UFC but very good still on the mic on the flip side is Brock Lesnar everybody wants to see with John Jones being a heavyweight now a Brock Lesnar John Jones fight I, I well here's the thing like I said I don't think you're going to see as far as anybody who's under the contract with UFC yeah is not going to do any work with WWE and anybody who's under contract with WWE is not going to do any work with UFC just for the fact of, I said, like trying to keep that separate. So I think from that standpoint, it's going to be the same as it was from before. You're not going to have somebody who's under contract or has fights coming up or doing something like that. Go to WWE and do an event there. So let me let me ask you this then. And, then, and then go back. So that's what I mean. I don't think that's going to happen. So let me ask you this then. With that thinking, would that would that thinking still be the same um, situation where it was back at like I think it was UFC 200 when the main event was falling out and Brock, who was under contract with WWE, was a was granted and able to come fight for USC that one night to help save the main event, basically. Is that the same type of thinking you're, you, 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 I don't know. Cause uh, UFC 200, when, that, that, I mean, Jesus. Oh, I remember UFC 200. I was still married to UFC 200 happened. Yeah. So that just tells you how long ago that fucking was. Um, but yeah. I don't remember if he was under contract at that time. Yeah. Because Dana White had to negotiate with Vince um to uh, actually i think it was like very early on with our, our podcast i, I kind of remember talking about this um with you but um but yeah no dana white had a had a uh, negotiate with vince to allow brock to come over and, and fight a, you know one match whatever it was and i, I think that was his last uh match in okay, the no, yeah, yes, yes yes no listener uh he, he defeated mark hunt 200 while still under contract with wwe i would imagine that was probably a one-off simply because of Brock Lesnar and who he was at that point. Yeah. And how he was kind of known as legitimate in in that sense. Um, like it wasn't, uh, like you weren't having, like you weren't having Mark Hunt or you weren't having George St. Pierre or somebody jump into a WWE ring. Yeah. Like you were having Brock Lesnar go into a UFC cage and again Brock Lesnar just looking at just look at Brock Lesnar you see that he's not your you know like a like a like a quote unquote professional wrestler uh you know where he's just uh all steroided up muscles even though he did take steroids let's be honest yeah uh but like he wasn't like Hulk Hogan which was just you know inflated balloon man you know yeah. like he wasn't that he was legitimately just big and strong looking and looked like he was a legitimate fighter. So I think that 
brought a little bit more of the believability to it. And I think that's why Brock Lesnar is one of the unique individuals that was able to go ahead and cross between uh, both UFC and WWE. But again, that was, again, that was a different time. Yeah, that, that's why I was, Brock Lesnar was a special case. And it was also in a special circumstance where, like you said, everything was falling through and Dana White was basically having emergency uh, uh, negotiations with Vince yeah. to see if he could use Brock for this particular reason. You know, so I think that was kind of a perfect storm situation. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going forward uh, with what's going on now, unless unless maybe it is Brock Lesnar. But I think even with that now, with the way things are, and like the, you know, that, especially with the new situation where Endeavor owns both UFC and WWE, it just feels like to me, again, I'm not going off of any information that I know. Yeah. This is, I don't know anything. And, you know, listen, tomorrow I could be proven wrong and they have a fucking, you know, parade of UFC fighters on SmackDown on Friday. It, it could happen. <laughs> so I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm not saying I know something that other people don't. Uh, all I'm saying is that to me, it feels like this would be something that this company was going to do. But back to the question I had asked you earlier was what I wanted to know is, what what was the difference that you saw or that you can pinpoint from pre-endeavor to post-endeavor endeavor when it came to uh the UFC and how it was presented how it was uh produced what was the television product like what has been the fight product what has been all the other things that are around it whether it is fighter pay oh. or anything like that like what 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 are, what changed and what has been either become better or worse because of Endeavor? So, I mean, before Endeavor, when it was Zufa, um, it was still a very raw product. You know, um, still heavy, heavy on the, the wrestling aspect and the, the boxing aspect. Um, so, you know, you saw a lot more blood and, and knockouts, nasty knockouts and, you know, stuff like that. Um, and just like anything in, in life, I guess you would say, when when Endeavor took over, fighters start to evolve. And now you have like jujitsu wrestling and, and it's a lot more technical than it was before Zufa, which to me, tech, you know, to the, the technically part, um, I kind of like, you know, when they're on the ground there and, and trying to set up a submission, I could see it and I'd be like, wow, okay, he's going for the arm, arm bar or whatever. But yet you got fans out there who liked that pre-endeavor and was like, stand them up, you know, let them beat the shit out of each other. Um, as far as, like, say, production. That's um, what I'm looking at. Like, yeah. What are we looking for? Marketing, production, what was? What did the pay-per-views look like? What are the run-ups to the pay-per-views look like? What are, you know... Um, well, I mean... Like that? So, I mean, the, this, this aspect I, I kind of like. Um, I would say in the past couple of years... Um, leading up to a pay-per-view. They don't, I don't think they do it for fight nights, but pay-per-views, they do a, it's called UFC Embedded. And basically, um, they, the, the UFC cameras follow around, you know, whether it's the main event fighters, but fighters from the fight card, the upcoming fight card, and give a behind-the-scenes of the training and the, the, the grueling um, stuff like that. Um, I could see that coming about with, UFC, uh, with uh, WWE. Kind of seeing like a behind the scene production, maybe, um, you know, Triple H behind the monitor or Vince, be, whoever's behind the monitor. Um, you know, John Cena going to a make a wish 
uh, a kid or something like that. Um, and it, it, it seems in the past couple of years a lot more cleaner as far as the production, you know, uh, with the commentators, um, the cameras, like all that type of stuff seems a lot cleaner. Um, even though, I mean, WWE's pretty good with their, their productions. You can't really, I mean, WWE's production, say whatever you want about whether the wrestling product or anything like that, WWE production, especially their video package people, are second to none yeah. when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, so, like I said, I, I'm not sure how much that's going to change. I'm wondering if any of the WWE production or production style gets maybe transferred over to UFC a little bit as far as maybe like how video packages might be put together, yeah. um, things of you know things like that, run up promotion wise, marketing wise, because WWE is very good at marketing. They're very good at their production. They're very good at, like I said, their their video packages that lead up to matches that you don't give a shit about make you give a shit about. Yeah. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, when you look at some of their things, like, they are maybe the best sports slash entertainment uh, video production crew, I think, going. Without a doubt. And I think you, have, you, you can't argue that. Yeah. Um, I think that might be a benefit from the UFC side of it when it comes to in Denver. And I keep on saying in Denver. <laughs> Dude, all, Denver. all day today, I kept saying Denver. that, too. <laughs> Going to Denver. <laughs> Don't put me behind the wheel of a car. I'm dumb as shit. Um, I just think that there's... Uh, I'm wondering if there's anything WWE takes from this, from the UFC side, and I'm not sure. Because like we said, I think the, the production side of WWE is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what it is that I wonder if that's that's more of where that goes, like the marketing and production aspects will kind of flow from WWE over to UFC, and you're going to see like a more polished, maybe even a more flamboyant production, mixing a little bit more of uh, lighting and uh, you know, uh, I could get like I said, video packages, yeah, of that nature, now like before fights uh, for television, things like that. So let me ask you this too, because I, I know this is actually one of my concerns, and I've seen so, a couple people on Twitter say this is uh, one of their concerns too. Right now, um, WWE pay-per-views, if you have Peacock, they're free, uh, the Peacock, Peacock app. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure how much they actually are, you know, for, you know, if you don't have the Peacock app, I'm not sure how much they are pay-per-view wise. Um, do you think in that? God damn it! You're gonna make me say it now. <laughs> Endeavor um, changes that aspect of the WWE. Do you think they go back to strictly everybody pays for the pay per view, no more free Peacock app? Uh, well, again, that's separate because that's the media rights deal that that they have and that's going on right now. So that'll that'll come up whenever that comes up. Um, whether they still do that or not, or try to read. I think one of the worst things that happened to WWE in the last five years was they got rid of the WWE network. That was so much better than what Peacock is now. Yeah. 
and it sucks because WWE got rid of the WWE Network, which was uh, just so much more usable. It was so much better, had a better interface. You could, you know, uh, restart a pay-per-view. Like if you were late, like, like uh, again, on Saturday, I missed most of night one because uh, I was out at, uh, at my fiance's uh, uh, family function. Okay. And like if it was still on WWE Network, I'd be able to watch it from the beginning. But because it's on Peacock, you can't rewind it. You can't start it from the beginning. It wasn't there. And they didn't even have it like the next day. Like, oh, I can watch it the next day before the second night and just kind of run a whole WrestleMania marathon. Yeah. They didn't have it up there. They, they were like, oh, we'll put it up there like in a week or something. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, like, that part of it really sucks for me. Like, I, I, I really miss how they had the WWE Network. Like, Endeavor, if Endeavor was able to go ahead and bring that back, and be like, listen, we're going to go ahead. We're going to bring the network back. We're going to have people subscribe to that and do all that kind of stuff afterwards. That would be great. But I don't know if that's going to happen. And like where uh, like WWE would still have a deal with NBC, Comcast, yeah. whatever, uh, you know, and being on USA Network and stuff like that. It almost feels like that's part of it. It's like they're negotiating. Okay, we're on USA Network. We have Raw on there, and we have NXT, and we do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but what we're going to do is we actually want our stuff to be on our own network and not on Peacock and not promote the network that we're on, basically. Yeah. I don't know if they will, if NBC will buy that, if they'll be into that. Um, and then that leads into where you go. I don't know if anybody's going to pay what Fox did. Okay. For the media rights again. Uh, for like SmackDown again, they got SmackDown for a billion dollars, and I don't know what the ratings have been. Like I, I, I haven't paid attention to that part of it, so I don't know what the ratings have been. I don't know uh, basically what the return on investment was in there, um, and I don't know if Fox or any other company is going to go ahead and put up that kind of money again for those kind of for 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 that kind of deal. Yeah. So again, that's going to all come up in, I think, uh, when did I, I think that started in 2020 or 2021 or 2019. I can't even remember when they went to Fox. So we're talking about that's already been three years or four years. And I think it was a five-year deal. Okay. So we're going to be coming up on it soon where they're going to go ahead and uh, uh, time to get that rene renegotiation. So again, that's all stuff now. When that happens, it depends on what Endeavor wants to do. It does Endeavor want in Denver? Jesus Christ. <laughs> do they want to go like? Uh, do they want to go like with an ESPN route? You know, and then you have you know WWE on ESPN or ESPN two or something like that. You know, yeah. um, do you do? Are they going to look for another partner? Or are they going to stick with what they have? Are they going to stick with Peacock and NBC? Are they going to try to stick with Fox or anything like that? You know. Uh, you're talking about like here's the other thing too like if they do go to espn which endeavor already has a relationship with yeah. you know with ufc and everything like that then you're talking about not only is wwe on espn but you have a chance to have them on abc you have a chance to do like you could do a wrestling show every now and then on broadcast television you know, that's, you can do yeah, a true. WrestleMania lead up to on ABC. You know what I mean? 
uh, you know, ES, this is an ESPN, an ABC production, da, da, da. and then you're mixing like the, the Disney ABC people with WWE production people. Like you're talking about, that could be massive. That could be a huge deal. Yeah. I think that's something that as we get closer to whenever they're going to renegotiate this deal, that's something to look out for. Um, but I think all cards are on the table. Uh, but I, 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 I got to tell you right now, the Peacock app sucks. It's not a great app. It's yeah. not, not even just, just take the wrestling out of it. It's just not a great app for anything else anyway. See, I mean, I, I use it for my shows. I, I got about three, four. I like it for the shows. Oh, I like okay, it. I yeah. like some of the shows that are on it, but the app in and of itself is shit. Yeah. Interface is bad. Uh, I, th- I think sometimes it has some real wonky connectivity issues, uh, especially during live events, like like a WrestleMania, like a pay-per-view, like something like that. Or yeah. premium live event, as they're called now. Because they don't use pay per views anymore, so, <laughs> um, so we'll 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 see what happens with that. But a real interesting uh, kind of news to break the day after WrestleMania weekend there for WWE and UFC, and uh, as of right now, still no news on a lot of stuff happening in the NFL. No news on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it's and been the kind, of, kind of quiet on that front. Uh, apparently he was looking at rocks and crystals at a lovely little <laughs> shop. Uh, I believe that was in California. So he was uh, doing stuff like that. That was great. Or oh, was that in Wisconsin? I can't remember. That was just posted not too long ago. So uh, he's enjoying his time there while the Packers and Jets hem and haw and do whatever the fuck they're doing. Uh, I, I kind of put the blame more on the Packers at this point. You know, not, uh, for- not to cut you off. I'm, I'm glad you brought up NFL because um all week I, I've been saying I want to bring this up to you, and I actually forgot right before the show. Um, oh, okay. I want your opinion on Jalen Carter, the Georgia Bulldog kid uh, that was involved in the car accident and all that stuff. What's your opinion that he or his agent came out and said, if you're outside, if the, if there's a team outside the top 10, don't bother calling us? For well, no, that's, that's not what we said, because I watched the show. I watched Pat McAfee with Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, I read the quote, uh, but what was said was, what Drew said is like they, you know, he went and visited uh, some of the team. I think he said like six or so of the teams that were in the top ten. Okay. He then said, uh, the thing is like he they've gotten phone calls from other people to go ahead and, uh, you know, does he want to come and visit them? Does he want to come see them? Things like that. And he said, the question he asked was, are you going to trade up into the top 10 to try to draft him? And he had, he said, one of the teams, he wasn't going to mention any teams. He said, one of the teams said, no. And he said, okay, well then no, we'll decline that offer. And he said, his point was, is that there are several teams already in the top 10 saying that if Jalen drops to them, they're taking him. So if you're outside of the top 10 and saying you're not going to trade into the top 10, then there's no point in him going to visit you because he's going to be gone by the time that gets open waste. There's no point to that. So, um, and he says that there have been some teams that have contacted him, said they might do that. But he said what what he's going to do at this point there is anybody, if if anybody wants to get a closer look at him, meet him, talk to him, maybe see him do a workout or whatever, that they can have some of their representatives come to him because he says he doesn't want him. He said he's already flown from the West Coast to the East Coast and up and down and left and right. He says he doesn't want to do that. He's like, he's done all that. 
it's wearing, it's taxing. As anybody who's traveled probably knows that. Yeah. That's where he's going to go with that. So that's what I mean. It's it's not like, hey, if you're not in the top 10, don't even fucking bother. Like it's, I mean, that that's, that's how not I saying took it. Out of pocket. Like he's not taking it out of pocket. Like that, that wasn't a comment made just out of the blue. That was, uh, you know, he knows that there are teams in the top 10 that if Jalen drops them, he's going to take them. They're yeah. going to take them. So if you're not going to trade into the top 10, there's no reason for him to come visit you or to work out or for you to talk to him because you're not picking him because he ain't going to be there. Yeah. So I, if I you're just, working now, whether if any of that is true or not, I, whether I was going to say, I, I wonder how true that is. He could just be an agent, you know, talking up his client and that's perfectly fine as well. Yeah. That's his job. That's why he's there. Uh, but that's a, it's a good, if it's a lie, it's a good enough lie. Yeah. Well, then it makes you think, okay, well, if we want him that badly, let's go visit him. Yeah. Instead of trying to ask him to come to us and do all this other shit. So, um, I think, I, 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 I think that's a case of where people see a headline, people see a, a sound clip and they take it as Being something talking. that it wasn't. Right, that he's like, oh, if you're not in the top ten, well then just fuck off. It's like that's, it's not what he said, but of course that's going to make the rounds and do shit like that. And you see that happen a lot. You see that happen a lot with Aaron Rodgers. You see that happen a lot with a lot of athletes. Uh, they say something, and then the next thing you know, it's like, did you hear what he said about da da da? And it's like, all right, well it's a whole fucking thing now. Yeah. So, uh, but again, it, the media wouldn't be doing their job if they weren't making shit up. So well, yeah. You know, they uh, they do what they do. Wait a second, are are, are we considered media? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Not yet. Not yet. Like I think we have to start get like if we got it, I'll go by I'll go by the uh, the fascist Putin rule, which is <laughs> uh, if you you're only considered media if you have three thousand or more viewers slash listeners. At a time, like for your show, whether you're doing a, a, a YouTube or you're doing a podcast or anything like that. Because I mean, I, I know a guy that knows a guy that told me insider information about Jalen Hurts' uh, contract that he's going to be signing. Does that count? If you have insider information, that's actually insider information and not just making shit up. Yes. Oh. But you're making shit up. So, no. How do you know <laughs> I'm making shit up? <laughs> Um, My sources tell me <laughs> the same sources that uh, we're, we're bashing uh, about Vince taking back over. <laughs> yeah, the, your, your sources are the same as all the fucking wrestling dirt sheet sources. <laughs> fucking Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer's let it be known. Oh, fuck Dave Meltzer. <laughs> um, yes, I mean it is. It is kind of quiet on on the NFL side, but NHL. We only got what a week left. Not even right. Yeah, yeah, only a little bit left to go. Devils are still. Uh, in striking distance for the division, uh, we beat the shit out of the Penguins uh, yesterday, five to one. So that was good. Thank you. Uh, very happy about that. Uh, the Rangers are playing well. The Islanders are also in the playoffs. So here in the Metro area, uh, all three teams are well. The Devils and Rangers have already clinched the playoff spot, and they are probably going to play in the first round unless there's a big change. Unless the Devils get the division and certain things other happen, it's probably going to end up being the Devils and Rangers in the first round. Uh, the Islanders are still fighting for a wild card spot, but as it stands, they are still currently in that wild card spot. So you have a chance of all three Metropolitan teams being in the playoffs, which would be pretty 
big for this area. Uh, I saw the Capitals. The Bruins, who are fucking, yeah, no, the Capitals did not do well. They're, they're not uh, not doing great. Not Good. doing great. They're, uh, you I'm, know, uh, I'm getting older. Uh, fuck, fuck Tom Wilson. I like Tom Wilson. He's an asshole. He is. He's a, he's a, a, like a scumbag. Some assholes come back. So unless he did, and also he fucked with the Rangers. So that makes me happy. That makes my joy. You know, my inner soul is very happy. What was that? He just fucking wrangled. Was that the other night when when Ovechkin got kicked out of the game? Oh, that was two years ago. It oh, was two okay. years ago. Where he just fucking was steamrolling Rangers and beating the shit out of them <laughs> in Madison Square Garden, and the Rangers couldn't do anything. So then the next year, the Rangers went out and they got Ryan Reeves and they got some other enforcers and they got bigger and stronger. I think one of the first few games they played was against the Capitals, and Tom Wilson came back and fucking mopped the fucking floor with them anyway again. It was the funniest fucking shit in the world. Fuck the Rangers. It was great. Uh, so I will always be indebted for Tom Wilson for that. Thank you, Tom Wilson. Uh, but, yeah, so I, with the Capitals outside of, like, Ovechkin's, you know, going for Gretzky's record in the next couple of years, uh, it doesn't look like there's too much there to be excited about. You think he beats uh, it? You think he breaks it? Yeah. Yeah? I think he gets the goal record. But nobody's ever going to touch Gretzky's points record. So that's yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. Again, the, the, the thing that's always brought up when it comes to Gretzky is if you took away every single one of his goals, he's still the overall NFL, uh, NFL NHL <laughs> points leader just on assists alone. Yeah. Like he beats everybody else's goals and assists just with his assists and nobody's particularly close. And, you know, so when you add his fucking goals in there too, like, so yes, Ovechkin might get the most goals and it seems like he's going to play for a little bit while he still seems to be in very good shape. He's, uh, hopefully doesn't get assassinated and drink polonium tea for Putin. <laughs> uh, although he hasn't really said it, like he's been more neutral and not really said anything about it, which has pissed a lot of people off and saying he's pro-Putin or anything like that. But I think he still has family in Russia, so I think there's kind of a concern about that. Yeah. You know, like, you, know you don't want to badmouth the people that can, you know, throw your family into a fucking gulag. <laughs> so uh, there's there's still a little work around there. Uh, but he should be okay. And I think as long as he keeps up this level of production, he'll get there probably next year. Oh, really? Probably. He'll probably break it next year, next year, or at the very latest, the year after. Yeah, because I, I thought it was like a like two or three year. Now this is me basing off the like a month or two ago when they were talking about it. Um, I th I was thinking, okay, you could get that about two or three years, but to have a chance to do it next year, that's that's pretty impressive. Got it. He's second on the list right now. I think he passed Gordy Howe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's second. Let me see where Ovechkin is. Right now. <clears throat> Excuse me while I pull up this. Uh, this yeah, he is 822, so he's in second place. Okay. Uh, and Gretzky has 892. Oh, okay. I think, let me see. Gretzky career goal. And let's see what comes up for Gretzky. Uh, okay, I was off by two. Gretzky has 894. Okay. So Gretzky is 72 goals behind. So he's at least two years. He's yeah. got two years, he's got two seasons. But in two seasons, he can do that. 
Yeah, because I mean, he he, what? He's forty or fifty goals a year. He's got thirty something goals this year already. How many goals is he? Because he has already he's had a couple of uh, hat tricks I think already. This yeah, year. Cause I, uh, I I know he has like he's a. Got, like, oh, he's got a 40, he's got forty two goals. So if he if he stays on this pace. And even maybe just a little bit under it for the next two years. He's yeah, yeah. He's gonna blow it away. He's breaking that record in two years. Do you think he does a, oh, that's a, what I mean. a mic drop and then retires after breaking it? Uh, probably. Like I don't think he'll do a mic drop. He'll just you know, because uh, again, I I don't know how well the Capitals are doing as far as picking up free agents or getting people there to wait. Like I I don't know. Yeah. I think he's there. He's there at least until the record drops and then if the capitals look good like if they seem to be on the way maybe he stays around for another season or two uh and again players are playing a lot longer nowadays so uh i i don't i wouldn't doubt it you know yeah. he would stay on for a little bit but also it might be like if that's the case where the capitals are just shit and the only reason they ever win games or score goals is because of him i think whenever he breaks the record as soon as that season's over he might just be like you know Dasvidanya and fucking gone. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited for that, though. Another piece of news, though, quick, I wanted to get to before we, we got off the NFL subject. Oh, okay. Uh, was uh, it came out today, or at least I heard about it today. So I don't know if it came out today or yesterday or whatever, uh, that Dan Snyder actually talked with Jeff Bezos. And has zero problems in selling the team to Jeff Bezos. Oh, okay. Uh, and of course, this is all amidst the with uh, with uh, Magic Johnson and and uh, what's his name, Jeff Harris, or yeah. where it is, trying to buy them as well. And they're kind of doing a media tour, trying to get uh, Snyder to sell them the team. Apparently, came out because the whole thing was whether or not. Uh, Snyder liked or hated Bezos because of the Washington Post and stuff like that. And apparently it was that he came out and said uh, he understands that it's not uh, uh, Jeff Bezos has no control over what the Washington Post does or does not print or post. So it has nothing to do with him. And so there's no animosity and there's no anything like that. And he has zero problem in selling uh, the Washington football team of Redskins commanders to Jeffrey Bezos. So Bezos is still alive. You have Bezos is, I think is probably going to have a bid in there and you're going to have uh, the Magic Johnson and Jeff Harris bid. And, okay. uh, but I, I, I think by the time the season starts, you're going to have a different owner for Washington and hopefully by next year, you'll have a different name and uniform. So you really we'll want a new name. Dude, the, <laughs> it's such a bad fucking name. It's such a bad uniform. The helmet's okay, but the uniforms suck dick. They're so bad. The name is bad. Get fucking rid of it. Just get rid of it. Change it to anything else, preferably the Red Wolves. I would like that the most. I think most people would. You know, I'm sure there's some people out there that still want Redskins. Yeah. That's fine, but you have to understand that that's just unfortunately not going to happen. Uh, it's a shame. I like their logo. Whether or not they change the name from Redskins to Americans or whatever, yeah. which I first thought I was like, keep the logo, change the name to Americans. It's so facto, you're done. Uh, I decided not to do that. I thought because again, the logo was made by a Native American. It's a beautiful logo. Um, the uniforms were great. They were smart. I loved them. Uh, but you got to realize that that time is coming. God, they're not going to be the Redskins anymore. 
You're not gonna, you, you know, uh, uh, you're not gonna bring that back. It's not happening. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> so, I would say uh, Red Wolves would be good. And if you just you get that, get some uniforms. I know some logo people. They've I've already seen some people make up some great logos. Uh, Fraser Davidson has made some great logos for the Red Wolves. Uh, I would definitely put him in charge of that. If that was if that was my team, if that was my case. Uh, but some dude, anything. Anything better than the fucking command. It's <laughs> the fucking worst. And he did it just, I think, to be a dick because he's Dan Snyder. And that's what he does. He is just a big fucking giant penis. He's an overgrown. <laughs> he's an overgrown small dick is what he is. He's a tiny dick that got overgrown. So he's still a tiny dick, but he's still kind of a huge dick and just a massive asshole and just. You know, I'm not even a Redskins fan or, or Commanders fan or Washington fan, whatever the fuck you want to call it. <laughs> like, I had a brother who was and got and left being a fan. He left the Washington fandom. He said, I'm, I've been a Redskins fan my whole life. I'm not going to be a Redskins fan anymore because of how bad this guy is fucking up everything. And that was back in 2000. That was 22 <laughs> wow. years ago, 23 years ago. He said, I, Dan, I, he, that was four or five years into Dan Snyder's reign with the with the Redskins, and he said, "Nope, I'm done. I want nothing to do with this fucking team." And he went back to being a, a Jets fan, which he, I think the last time he rooted for the Jets was when he was four or some <laughs> shit like that, like something stupid. So you know, like Dan Snyder has caused people to abandon their fandom because of how shit he is. Um, and now just as a general NFL fan, he's just a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. And, and he causes nothing but problems. He fucking, you know, like the whole shit that happened with Gruden and the emails and all the other shit was just shit that he did because he was like, fuck it. I got to get, I got to get heat off of me because, uh, you know, I, you, I got people around here, fucking cheerleaders and <laughs> whipping dicks out or whatever the fuck they were doing. There's a lot doing of dick talk in the past five minutes. No, I just, I, I, he's a dick. And you can't, when you see a big dick, you can't help but talk about dick. That's why I talk about dick all the time, because I have a giant dick between my legs. That's just what happens. That's not true. Is it named Anybody Dan says that, every, every, <laughs> that would be fun. That would, <laughs> that would be fun. Oh, Come on, Dan, let's go. We gotta go to work. Another cheerleader for you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Imagine uh, that little dwarf trying to fuck some fucking ten. Meanwhile, <laughs> he's a fucking hard two with a hard two. Oh, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck Dan Snyder. Fuck Dan, Dan Snyder. I, fuck Dan Snyder. Like fuck, fucking Vladimir Putin. Not quite on the same level, but he is. A, he's, a, he's, a, he's an NFL terrorist. He's an <laughs> NFL tyrant that needs to be fucking taken out. He's terrible. Dan, he's Charles Barkley. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Just the worst. Oh man, I haven't had a good rant in a while. That was that, that was good. Quite a rant. Yeah. It wasn't quite a rant. Not 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 like some of my better ones. But man, nah, that's felt good to get that off my chest. <laughs> Which is what a lot of the cheerleaders said when Dan Snyder was fucking laid on. But oh Jesus. Oh God. Oh, oh, now I got that visual. <laughs> oh, that, well, you fucked me with it, so now you got. It. Um, probably one last thing I want to get your opinion about. Um, I know you were watching some of the uh, March Madness. Did, I don't know if you were watching any of the women side of it. Um, the, the whole controversy, I, I, I'm going to call it controversy, with the LSU girl, um, Angel Reese, I think her name was, and uh, the Iowa girl. Angel Reese. Caitlin Clark. 
Yeah, Caitlin Clark. Um, I guess Angel Reese is getting a lot of heat for how she acted very unsportsmanlike and this and that and blah. One, do you think she acted sportsman unsportsmanlike or just let them play? I think here's here's the thing. Because Caitlin Clark did something similar uh, in the game before she did the John Cena, you can't see me towards uh, the bench yeah. of whoever the fuck they were playing. Uh, I think it was some other SEC team or whatever. And apparently Angel Reese's friend plays for them or they're in the SEC together or some shit like that. And so she took a front to it. I think, I think the difference and what people have been bringing up is the fact that Caitlin Clark did it walking away, did the you can't see me from the bench, you know, to the bench, and then moved on. What Angel was doing was fucking stalking her for the last fucking five minutes of the game. <laughs> fucking rubbing it in her face, pointing at a ring finger, kept on doing a, you can't see me, like for obnoxiously for 10 minutes. Like, it's like, fucking bitch, calm the fuck down. Yeah. Like, how about, like, you can do it. Like, if she did it once, like, if she did it to her and was like, ha see, fuck you, you can't see me till, you know, yeah. and then that was it. That was fine. I think it was the, that, that how constant she was doing it and like it was just like she was she she wouldn't drop it and it's like what the fuck are you doing yeah. like you just won a national championship go enjoy that why are you still trying to fuck with this person like you did it once you, the message was sent haha fuck you why are you continuing to do it like that didn't make sense so I, I got that part of it in the long run I, I know do I have a problem with trash talking or doing shit like that no I didn't have a problem with Caitlin Clark did it and I, I don't have a problem with it so much when it comes to Angel Reese, other than the fact that she just fucking did it for five fucking minutes. <laughs> and was fucking stalking this bitch all across the court doing it. And, Meanwhile, she didn't do shit to really help her team win in the first place. So you kind of take all that into perspective. Yeah. Um, uh, now, like, uh, so like when, that, when that I... was really my, that would be my only complaint with that would okay. be like, you know, bitch, calm the fuck down. Yeah. You know, do it the once, do it like, ah, fuck you. Uh, see that that thing that you did, I'm now doing to you. You see, <laughs> and then have that be that. But but it was the, I think where you got a lot of the vitriol for her was because she fucking did it for five fucking minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's like, listen, if Caitlin Clark was doing that shit, or if anybody else was doing that, running up and down the court, just following somebody fucking with them, like basically just trolling them the entire down the court. I think anybody would have a fucking problem with that. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Calm the fuck down. Fucking enjoy your win. Go fucking, you know, be with your lesbian friends. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's oh, not, Jesus. That's, that's, that's assuming things. Allegedly. 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 allegedly lesbian friends. <laughs> uh, and no, I, I, I agree too. Like, because when it first came out, and everybody started bitching about, and this is before I found out about the whole uh, stalker for 30 seconds doing it. Um, when it first came out, I was like, no, just fucking let them play. I mean, that's trash talk. It happens on NFL field. It ha happens everywhere. And then when I saw about the whole, you know, like you said, her, her basically stalking her with it, I'm like, oh, okay, now come on now. That's a, that's a little bit too much. Also, not to do, there's nothing wrong with being a lesbian. I want to put that out there. Right? <laughs> That's not what I was saying. I wasn't saying it in a derogatory sense. Uh, I do love all our uh, LGBTQ people out there. And, uh, you know, if you're listening, sure, that's fine. Go drink a Bud Light with a rainbow on it. You'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I have no problem with lesbians <laughs> or anything like that. So I just want to make sure that that's out there. Don't fucking cancel me. Uh, it was just uh, it was just something said in, in just, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. 
but I think that was the main problem was that it was it was the length and duration of the following of, of <laughs> her around and just walking with her. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, no, I don't have a problem with the actions. I mean, the t- trash talking is is a good part of any sports. I think uh, you know. Uh, when you when you look at anything, I mean, Michael Jordan's trash talking, Larry Bird's trash talking, Magic Johnson's like legendary trash talkers. People like that shit, you know. Yeah. Um, you know that's some of the best stuff you love hearing. Like that's why, like when when you see NFL mic'd up players, and it's a player who consistently talks shit, you're excited. I want to listen to what what is this motherfucker going to say? You know. Yeah. Like you, I always wanted to hear Terrell Owens mic'd up. I always wanted to hear Chad Ochocinco fucking uh, uh, mic'd up. You know, you want to hear these people saying like, "God, oh, you can't fucking cover me. Go, go fuck yourself. You suck." You know, you <laughs> want to hear that. So again, when it comes down to that, like, ha fuck you, and you can't see me and shit like that. There's no problem with that. I think that's fine. So I, I think, do I think it was overblown? Yes. Do we understand yeah. why some people were upset? Also, yes. But in the long run, it is what it is. Uh, they're both still going to be in college next year, so I'm, I'm sure at some point ESPN is going to have the scheduled game between them. So you know, we have a chance at a brawl, which will be fun. I think that'll be fun to fun, you know. Uh, see, see Broken those two nose, kind of, busted heads. Yeah, you know, just 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 seeing two girls just wail it out in the middle of the basketball court. <laughs> you know, so one last question before we go, because um, I just sure. got I just got an email. Um, Dan Snyder wants to sponsor us. Do I say yes or no? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to <laughs> A Tune Sports. I almost said my other podcast that I used to do. I was like, oh, that's a, there you go. Uh, you can listen to us every Thursday when we're released. You can go ahead and follow us on social media. We are there on social media at ST Sports Podcast, ST Sports Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, I'm sure we're on other things as well. Uh, I'm not even sure. Do we still have the? Uh, do we still have the buy me a coffee? Yeah, we still got the buy me coffee dot uh, com slash st sports. Okay, so that's buy me a coffee dot com slash st sports. You can go ahead and help us. Uh, give us a donation if you like us. Uh, help us support the show. Uh, get better production. Get better equipment. Uh, allow Jimbo to fire me and get better hosts. And all, <laughs> all the all the things that we really need to do here uh, to make this show as good as it possibly can be for you guys. Uh, so go ahead and do that as well. Uh, anything else? Uh, head over to W.GG for W Energy Drinks and uh, use the promo code STSports18, all capital letters. You get 10% off um, off your purchase there. They're adding some new flavors. Um, so I actually got to get some more because I just ran out of Peach and Beach this morning. So Got to do, do the NHL playoffs are coming up. Yeah. You got to be fucking on your toes. You got to be fucking focused and alert and energized and ready to go, uh, especially if it's going to be a first-round matchup with the Devils and Rangers. Holy shit. Oh, and my also, fiance's never seen me with the Devils in the playoffs. And then oh, if the right, Devils yeah. are in the playoffs against the Rangers, and she's a Rangers fan, holy shit, there's well, going to be some fucking problems in this house. I mean, if you get kicked out, obviously, I got the couch here for you. I'll come pick you up. Just got to give me a couple okay. hours. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, um, I'll be sitting at the bar. <laughs> also, uh, I know I don't talk about the iRacing as much as I used to, but you guys might want to tune in this Friday on 3YTV over on YouTube. Um, the Stay Tuned Sports uh, podcast truck series. 
goes to Bristol Dirt. And I will say I was practicing this uh, last night and I had no more doors, no more roof. I, all I had was a steering wheel lift, le- uh, left. So it, it's going to be a good race for me. <laughs> I'm lucky if I get two of those before I hit the wall. <laughs> Jimbo's like, <laughs> scratching metal. I'm on fire. <laughs> uh, Ricky uh, Bobby, you're not on fire. Uh, all right, man. So, well, I think, uh, yeah. I think I think that's pretty good. Yeah, go watch that eye racing. Uh, that's entertaining shit right there. Uh, and uh, is there is there anything happening this weekend? Uh, Masters are happening. I know that if you're big yeah. into golf, um, I'm not that big into golf. I'm not going to shit on golf because I watch curling, and I know a lot of people say, "Oh, you can watch curling." Yeah. Well, curling's more, more yeah, golf. more interesting. Uh, but here's the thing: I have a lot of weed, so I'm pretty sure I can make <laughs> golf interesting. So, and maybe I'll even do a little betting. I have no idea. So, <laughs> so I'll till- watch uh, a bunch of rich assholes on grass while I'm smoking grass. <laughs> So until next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And it's your boy King. We're out.